Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Shakita's Moments of Truth. Today, we are going to be starting a series on parenting. This is something that has been very dear to me um, the past couple of years. I have really spent some time in trying to understand and learning more about parenting skills, about what it takes to be parents, the mistakes that we make, because we all do, and just have something that someone can go to say, you know what? Let me try that instead. Okay. So the beginning portion of my series, I want to talk about pregnancy. Now, ladies, we know, you know, we're a scroll online. We're looking on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter, and we see all the beautiful pictures of the baby bumps. And, you know, we're like, oh my God, I want to be pregnant. It's so cute. However, it's some things that they do not tell us about, <laughs> okay? It's some things that they do not warn us about when we get pregnant. And when you look back, you're like, holy crap, I was not ready for this shit, okay? Let's just keep it real. Okay, so first in pregnancy, let's start with the first trimester. Now, I, just to self-disclose, I do have two kids. My son is nine and my daughter is almost two. So I do have two successful pregnancies and I would love to share my feedback on the things that I feel that other expecting mothers should be prepared for when it comes to pregnancy. So again, the first trimester. Now, again, you know, you take your pregnancy test and oh my God, I'm pregnant. It's two lines. Yes, I'm excited. Let's tell the whole world, right? But what they didn't tell you is that A, you're going to be peeing like crazy because your bladder is out of control and everything is moving and preparing for this bundle of joy to start growing into your belly. They also didn't tell you that you're going to have a lot of gas. Okay. Like it's going to come and you have to release it because it's going to hurt. And it's just something that is just completely different than just normal gas pains in your belly. Okay. Um, another thing that you know, the books don't really prepare you for is the severe hormonal changes. And I'm telling you, it's crazy because it can be the smallest thing, you know, that will take you over the edge and would just make you either very angry, very sad, frustrated, you name it, you know, and I can think back to looking at some movies and I'm like, that can't be how women act when they get pregnant. But guess what? Ding, ding, ding. It's true. Okay. And again, everybody's pregnancy is different. You know, so I'm not saying every woman is going to go through it. I'm just wanted to share some things that could potentially happen. So if they do, when you get pregnant, you'll say, okay, I'm not just dealing with this for the first time. Okay. Um, first trimester is very difficult because, you know, again, it's a lot of things that go into, you know, your baby, you know, just growing and developing. And it's the fear, you know, of miscarriages. Cause unfortunately, um, miscarriages do happen, uh, within the first trimester. So that's something as well. And, and that's going to be a whole other topic that we're going to discuss at a later time. All right. So, you know, again, first trimester is just the, also a big thing is the bloating, you know, because you're not big enough to be walking around saying, oh, look at my belly. I'm cute and pregnant. But trust me, your, some of your clothes are going to start to fit weird. And people are going to be asking if you're just fat. Oh, you're gaining weight. Oh, you're gaining weight because your pants may not want to button anymore. 
And you can't force it to button anymore. Right. And so, but you're not showing, you don't have this cute belly. So it's just like, you, you, you may not feel happy about yourself because you literally are just gaining weight and preparing your stomach is preparing, you know, for the baby. So let's move into the second trimester. The second trimester is like the sweet part of the pregnancy. You know, you're starting to have your bump and your skin is glowing and everything is so beautiful in your second trimester. Um, nothing really negative, you know, or something to be alarming about with the first trimester because you want to be able to sleep better. Before your first trimester, it's very difficult to get sleep because you're constantly getting up and going to the bathroom. You're, oh, I forgot to talk about morning sickness slash all day sickness in the first trimester. But as you get to the second trimester, that's going to start to wear down, at least hopefully. Some women do suffer from nausea um, throughout the entire pregnancy. Um, but by your second trimester, you should have some relief there. You should be able to sleep and you're glowing, you're pretty, and you want to take your pictures because everything is going great. Now I can speak for my pregnancy and I can tell you in my second trimester, however, I started to like, if I would sneeze and where my sons in particular, when he, where he was positioned in my stomach, I would tend to have some minor accidents when I would sneeze or cough or laugh, you know? So that was something that, that definitely was a big adjustment for me because I wasn't used to doing that. Okay. Um, but now let's move into this third trimester. Now, let me tell you, my first pregnancy with my son, my third trimester was the absolute worst. Um, my complexion started to change. I got about two shades darker than what I am. And I remember standing in a mirror and I would try to scrub and scrub my skin until my skin was turning red, but the darkness in my complexion did not go away. And it was on my arms, it was on my neck, it was going up my face. I hated the way I looked my third trimester. Um, a lot of things will start to resurface like the nausea again, um, and the frequent urination again, because now the baby is bigger and you and the baby is growing and the baby is going to position itself in a spot that they want to be in. Their feet may be in your ribs, um, heartburn, Tums will become your best friend. You will probably sleep with them in the bed. Um, and speaking of sleeping in your bed, you're probably not going to be able to sleep in your bed because it's going to be so uncomfortable and any position that you're in, you're like, this is not it. I can't, I can't take it anymore. Um, I slept on my couch for many of days, like almost the majority of my pregnancy the first time. Um, by the second time, I learned how to build a fort <laughs> around myself in my bed. I slept with about eight pillows in my bed on the, my second pregnancy so I can at least be comfortable and not sleep on a couch this time around. Um, with my daughter in my second pregnancy, I uh, suffer from sciatic nerve issues. So I could barely um, walk. I could barely drive. Um, at that point, my husband was taking me everywhere. I really didn't even want to get in the car because it was very difficult. You know, um, your last trimester, you trust me when I tell you, you're going to be looking at the calendar and counting down the days. You start your pregnancy by, kind, by, by counting up the days because you're excited. You're hitting one more week. But by the time you get to the third trimester, trust me when I tell you, you are going to be cutting down. Like, is it not that time yet? When is my due date? OMG, I am ready for this to be done. Okay. Um, 
it can also get a little bit scary because especially if this is your first pregnancy, you may have a plan and you know, I'm going to have a natural birth. That was my plan. It's going to be natural and I'm going to have my yoga ball and I want to just be relaxed and calm. But ladies, let me share with you that sometimes it may not go as planned. Okay. And that is okay. At the end of the day, it's about the safety of the baby. You know, so if you are in a situation like myself, um, I was in a situation where my blood pressure spiked and I had to make a decision as to either trying to induce my labor and hope that my son's heart rate don't keep dropping while my blood pressure spiked or have a C-section and get him out safely. And, you know, I, at that point I had to choose as a mother and I had to, opted for a C-section so that my son can be, you know, born into this world safe with no health issues. And I wasn't at risk and nor was he. So though I had this birthing plan in place, just be prepared that your plan may very well change. Okay. Um, we have to be flexible and we want to start thinking as a mother from the moment that your child is in the womb. It's not about you anymore. It's about protecting your baby. You know, um, a lot of people will, you know, maybe still working out during that time, which is great, you know, but listen to your body. If it's too much, if it's too much, do what a mom would do and sacrifice some things to protect the child. And the last thing I wanted to share about pregnancy is not to forget about the relationship that you are in with your partner. That is very significant. Um, I just met with a licensed marriage and family therapist here in the area today. And we spoke about this as she is going to be starting groups in the area for new parents. And, and her group is specifically not about how to care for the child, but how to also care and nurture their relationship. And the reason why I feel like this is important is because again, you know, when we get pregnant, you know, it's about that pregnancy and the baby and making sure their mom is comfortable, making sure their mom has what she needs. But what about the other party that's involved? What about that? Or what about your other partner that's involved? You want to make sure that your relationship is still solid because trust me, once the baby comes, it's going to get crazy. Time is going to be of the essence and it's going to be very important that you all are on the same page and you all are supporting each other. Because let me tell you, your partner that is not carrying this child and not using their superpowers like us women do to create life, they are not going to understand the things that are happening to your body, the things that are happening to your mind and the things that are happening to your hormones. They are not going to understand it. Trust me. When I tell you, you know, and so when the baby comes, if you all are not already focusing on how you're going to maintain your relationship, it is very, very easy for that relationship to become strained. And then when you all look back, you're like, how did we get here? Okay. Do not forget about each other. Do not forget about each other's needs. Incorporate them into the baby's life, you know, especially if you're planning to breastfeed, that is a bonding experience for mothers and the baby, but don't, you know, just not include your partner. 
try to figure out a way to incorporate them into that process. And we'll talk about that more in the next series, which is going to be speaking about birth to age two. Okay. But that I felt that it was very important for me to start talking about that piece now in reference to relationships, because it's going to be important for you to still maintain your relationship with your partner throughout your pregnancy and beyond. Okay. Now that's it for now. I want to thank you all so much again for tuning in to Shakita's Moments of Truth. If you haven't already done so, please go back into um, my previous series and listen to everything I have to offer. And I can't wait to come back and speak with you all soon. Talk to you later. Bye.